1: To the podcast Appetite for Distortion, episode number 302. My name is Brando. And if you're watching this on Zoom, I kind of feel like Alice, the maid or uh, the housekeeper from the Brady Bunch. They're you know, like, where, just where I'm, I'm situated. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a reference. We're going to go back and make a lot of references today. I think it's kind of like an anniversary episode, celebration, nostalgia. But I guess, in a way, Roberta Freeman. I feel like this is a, a sequel to your video. In a way. <laughs> it's the way your video kicks off. It's Kinda,
2: all- yeah, it really is. Oh, yeah. I guess the only thing
1: I'm taking place of Stephen Perkins, who couldn't be with us today. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: but other than that, uh, do you we want love any- you, Perky? Do, <laughs> but we got everybody else here. So, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Teddy Zigzag, for being here. My pleasure. Uh, is what's great is the first time you were on. Uh, Roberto was my co-host for that. So just, I do remember that now. <laughs> it's very cool that uh, the both times that we were, you were on were b- with Roberta and it's cool. Before we start recording, you guys catch up and it's like, I, I get to be a fly on a wall, you know, just yeah. listening to you guys uh, catch up and it's, just, yeah, man, it's like, I mean, like,
3: we, we don't see it, We don't see each other enough in LA, but I mean, right. we spent two two and a half years together. So
1: a you know, long so, time, a long time. A you know, lot of it was a lot done an intense two and a half years. And we're going to talk about how today we're recording uh, on the 30th anniversary of the release of use your illusion. uh, My my back just went out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You can just say the the anniversary.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so funny that those guys are considered now a classic rock act. Oh my God. It's crazy. That's so, I mean, time flies,
1: man. You got to enjoy life now, boy. That's for sure. Well, it flies. Right I now. will say you both look fantastic. You look like the inside of the cover of the album. Nothing has changed. You <laughs> both look great. That's what Zoom does. Thanks. Tells Thank you. Uh, Thank next you. up, you're welcome. We got Derek Day in his awesome t-shirt right now from the band, <laughs> Last Us Act. What's going on, Derek? How are you doing, Brandon? Hello, Roberta,
0: Ted, and Derek hey. Frank. Nice to be here with you guys. I love you guys. And look up to all of you very much. I'm doing all right. I'm just hanging out in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> i love it i'm almost in the kitchen because as you can tell and, and how our next guest who you kind of introduced derek frank said to me before we connected let me guess by looking at your background who's your your favorite band and what'd you say <laughs> devo <laughs> yeah so <laughs> now you get an appetite for distortion roberta teddy you know, so i got i can't i don't have a cool background like you so where are you located in a secret you know base where all you keep all your bases what what, where are Uh, you this
4: is my this is my studio in beautiful
1: burbank california
4: and uh as i was saying earlier it's a hot wreck right now because i'm moving stuff around but
1: uh but yeah just here in the uh here in the old garage studio i like it see you gotta make do with uh what you have i mean if you said you weren't if you didn't say you were moving, I wouldn't have been able to tell. It just it like He has terrible. an awesome it, studio.
4: It just it's, looks like the typical musician studio with gear everywhere and cases everywhere. And yeah,
2: it's it a gorgeous good. studio. It really is. It's, well, it's thank awesome. You.
1: Come hang some time.
2: I will. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but
1: before he moves, I got to acknowledge, do you have a cat in your studio? Because I have one over my left shoulder. Uh, my cats me. don't come out here. I do have two cats, though.
4: But they, oh. they I don't think they've ever been out to the studio because it's like it's a detached garage and the
1: cats are indoor cats and they've just never made their way out here. Mm. Well, this yeah. is the <laughs> one that not, does not jump on the board. So hopefully the one that jumps on the board and shuts things off does not come here okay. because I know this is a big group we got. So... I will do my best to navigate everything, okay. and then you know everyone gets. Because uh, we're here together for a reason, not just to celebrate. We'll, we'll get to the the anniversary of use your illusion. But Roberta, do you want to tell us what you what I was just talking about before the beginning of your video? You, you made uh, this this cover of Pink Floyd, right? Uh, when you were here, mm-hmm. and it's just it's so much more than when you told me about it before. Hey, I'm working on this cover. I didn't know much about it. And I saw it with the members here, you know, again, minus Stephen Perkins and I'm just, you made a music video. You made it. It was great.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, I mean, (laughs) where do I begin? First of all, I'm so incredibly grateful to have the most talented friends on the planet. And, you know, I'm, I'm so, so in awe of all of you guys Teddy and Derek and Derek and, and Steven, you know, for, for participating and, and, and helping this become something other than a little tiny spot. You know, um, when I first started, I, you know, I was, this was in the height of the pandemic and everybody was kind of putting out these little videos on YouTube and, and like recording, like right from their home and, and, um, you know, just putting these little videos out, these little home videos. And I thought, oh, I want to do something like that. And I think, I think, you know, Wish You Were Here is a really appropriate song because not only did I work with Pink Floyd, but also the message that it sends is is very appropriate. So um, I started doing it and um, I was, I was working with um, Derek Day's brother, um, Waldemar, um, and he was saying, well, Roberta, maybe, you know, cause I was sending him stuff to edit and, and he was, he was saying, well, maybe instead of just singing in your bedroom, <laughs> maybe you should, you know, use the rest of the house or make a little story out of it. And I was like, okay. So, I mean, we, it, it, this had so many phases of me, you know, walking up the block to my to my house and opening the front door and sitting on the couch and taking off my mask and start starting to sing to actually getting an amazing venue, the Terragram Ballroom, and being able to, you know, do the, you know, record most of it there. And the thing that brought it together as a pandemic song was the Zoom meeting, you know, because everybody was Zooming, you know, so I thought, you know, the beginning of the song should be the zoom meeting and then it should end with the zoom meeting. And my boyfriend, Tim Glenn has a huge part in, you know, the whole idea of the the progression of the video. And, and he had the idea of doing it in a venue and I was like, I can't get a venue. And it was really hard. Like every step of the way this thing took forever because every step of the way I, I had big, huge walls, you know, of, of obstacles to, to overcome, you know, I couldn't get a venue. I, I, you know, I, I didn't know if everybody's schedule was going to coincide. I, you know, I was trying to get it mixed and mastered. And, and I, you know, I just like ended up going through so many different like ebbs and flows that I, I, I almost shelved it so many times. Uh, it almost didn't, didn't see the light of day. And then I was able to get, you know, just an amazing crew. Uh, Michael Franks was the director of photography, and and he did an amazing job. And and Robin Dinar got got the venue for me. And um, yeah, Waldemar uh, Ulidokia. Uli, Uli Is that how you say his last name, Derek? Your brother. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah, no, uh, close Vlodika. Vlodya, Vlodya.
2: Okay, yeah. Vlodika. Yeah. okay well he, he I yeah. mean he yeah. he came through like unbelievably and all you guys the performances I I was so blown away with everybody's performance on this it was you know it's just like you know I I feel very blessed to put it out there and and now that it's finally out there you know I I hope that it gets a good response and and I want to do more <laughs> so you know I, I I feel like this was like Kind of an experiment, you know, um, and it it just kind of snowballed into to what it what what it became, you know. And it started off as like a little tiny. I was just gonna, I was just gonna sing it on my iPhone, <laughs> you know, record it from my iPhone, and it turned into something completely different. So I'm
1: <clears really throat> that's where it starts, and I'm glad you obviously you didn't shelve it, and you've seen a lot of. Just like me trying to be creative with Zoom during this pandemic, you know, when I'm not in a in a studio, you know, with cats and g and stuff behind me. <laughs> but the fact that you you kept with, OK, you know what? Not not lessening your vision because there are a lot of people that might just put together a Zoom video. And that's still very hard and very cool to do. It is. But to not, again, sacrifice your vision. So with that, you obviously had the right people to To stay with you to support you uh you so how did you go about getting your friends here involved begging (laughs) (laughs) oh it didn't take much begging yeah
4: it took took merely a text saying hey you want to do this
2: (laughs) well i mean when i when i first um you know when i first wanted to do it i just thought it was going to be like oh let's do this little ditty it'll be fun on facebook you know and we could do like the little Brady Bunch thing and and have everybody singing and playing and doing what they do. And, and um, you know, so I I didn't think that I think that maybe everybody said yes, because I didn't think it much they, there was much of a commitment, <laughs> you know, but then it started <clears throat> kind of getting bigger. And I was like, God, do you guys still want to do this? Because, you know, I'd like I want to do it kind of I want I, I wanted to start doing it correctly, you know and um yeah i was just i i just the, i think the biggest challenge was getting everybody's schedule together and and um you know i'm so sorry teddy and Derek day <laughs> cuz you guys ended up doing it twice right cuz oh
3: that's yeah well that was my that was just my fault because of- I was trying to be creative on my end and, <laughs> and I didn't know what I was doing. I'm going, well, I think this would look good in black and white. So let me send it to them in black and white. And then the, the, the editor gets it and he goes, what am I going to do with this? Right. right. I, can't, I can't work
2: with this. <laughs> but it, I thought it was cool, but he you know, I, was just, yeah, But I, I got like it.
3: Now I know, you know, now I know how to, the resolution, the size, you know, right. how to, how to do it from a camera. And yeah. never and never do anything creative. just give it to the guy rough. right,
2: right. I, I learned <laughs> never to do it in the portrait.
3: yeah you know? right.
2: you have to yeah, stuff like well, that. And,
3: and again, I got I got a kudos to Roberta because I kept asking, "Hey, when is this thing going to come out, Roberta? Come on." She goes, "Oh, I'm having problems doing this, or I'm having problems getting a, the theater, and I'm like, man, this is taking an awfully long time, but then after I saw what she had done, blew my mind it really? completely I'm like holy smokes. Yeah, I completely just was blown away. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, she did it right for sure.
1: It wasn't just the the challenge of recording these on your own, the music part of it. You got to try, you know, the video to create again your whole vision. You know, you're going into the theater with your mask on. You know, with your your stress and then you know looking at all
2: <laughs> and the girls. You, know, <laughs> you said it. Like COVID girls. All that it. weight that I. <laughs> I
1: was thinking it, but you said it. You looked at it on the empty crowd, and but it's very cool. That could have just been that the video. That could have been it. You know, maybe B roll or something. But then you had both well, the, the Dereks and you had Stephen and 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 Ted. It's kind of, you know, kind of in their own element, recording, kind of almost being there with you you know, alone in a way, right? Yeah, exactly. it
2: It wouldn't have been the same video if it wasn't for the Zoom call that brought it together and getting the element of these guys playing in their homes and me daydreaming that I'm in the theater, but they had to be playing from their home studios, you know? So I think that everybody did an amazing job. And I was so blown away. Like every time I had to ask anybody to do anything, I felt so bad. I was like, okay, so you, can you record this? Okay. Now can you, um, videotape it? Oh, uh, can you, can, <laughs> can you, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I was like, I was, you know, just, I felt horrible, but I, I am just, I feel so loved, honestly, because, you know, you guys came through and you guys, just gave such a great, ridiculously wonderful performance. And I'm, I was blown away. I was blown away by you. So thank you. Thank you thank so much. You. Thank you.
0: you. Honored to be involved. It, it seems. You know, yes. Yeah, and here, Roberta. Mm-hmm. I was just going to Say, yeah, like I saw the video. I was blown. Away. I didn't know it was going to be that. And I was like, whoa. And that's part of the reason why I think everyone here loves working with you. It's because, like you said, it's like, if we do it, we don't want to just do like a weird half-ass version. We got to do it right. We got to do it big and awesome. And that's why <laughs> we love working with you. We're like, Aww. just like you're singing too. You're just like, I'm Aww. not going to sing like whatever. I'm going to go
1: boom, you
0: know, <laughs>
2: Thank you.
1: Thank well, I'm good. Don't mute yourself just yet, Mr. Derek Day. That's, I'm glad you you jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, obviously, you know, Robert. this is R- Roberta's project. She's singing it, but to get the right players to it and to play the guitar on a Floyd song. Oh, my God. What, what went into picking, you know, Double D, the other Double D, oh, sorry. Double,
2: Double D. D. <laughs> I love it. <that. laughs> T T.T., DD.
1: Mr. Derek Day, hey. <laughs> I mean, and then was for you, Derek? Was there any pressure? I guess I mean you've played a lot of big shows. You don't seem like some like that kind of person. But do you any pressure to play Pink Floyd oh, with man. Roberta?
0: So like, there's so much pressure, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm still kind of like trying to keep up with like Ted and Derek Frank. I'm like trying Ed Perkins. I want to be and like Roberta. I want to be like where they're at, and I'm still, you know, I'm still learning. So you know. um, there's a tempo thing. You got to get the tempo just right. And it was like, I was, that was the first thing I was worried about. Like, oh, am I one BPM too fast? Because if I am, then it's not wish you were here anymore. Then it's, you know, might as well be a circle jerk song or whatever. Well, and we
2: discussed that. That was in the beginning. And I actually did it a little slower. And you did and it a little slower. You told yeah. me to
0: pull it back. So, uh-huh. yeah. And I'm just, you know, right now I'm squirrely. I'm a squirrely guy. So I just had to make sure that scratch track was like, Pull it back, and uh, and there was a lot of that. And, That's uh, perfect. And then I think um, Ted or someone told me like, "Hey, you did a you met oh someone played organs on it. They were just like you messed up one chord, and I was like, no. So like I was, was just so worried. I was like, please don't fire me. <laughs> Are <you> kidding me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I, I remember talking to the to Roberta, and she said, "Oh, Derek was going to redo his parts. So went, well, what? Why? It sounded, sounded good to me." but then after after listening when i went to record it again uh after i had i remembered that one chord was i don't think he's playing the right chord there mm. and then i had to go back and listen to the original i go i don't hear that you know so you
0: get a lot of that it's and, an a uh, minor and a c major yeah, a exactly. is a relative yes. you know of a yes. c so well, exactly
2: i yes. honestly i honestly think that you know what you're playing i you know it's funny cuz i haven't listened to the original for a while and I, I i went back and listened to the original and i was like yeah you know what it sounds good but what what my guys are playing on this song right. is yeah. just well, Other level stuff. I mean, really. I'm not into my own horn, but you guys I remember stop. you
3: saying to me. I remember you saying to me, Ted, I want to go to church with this. Definitely. And I'm thinking, but well, there's no organ on this song, so I'm gonna. Now. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> I said I'll go to church, but I'm gonna, war- mm. I'm gonna gr- go into it slowly. Mm. So I don't want to, you know, you don't want it to uh, go to, uh, you know, too right. much church, but right. yeah, well, yeah, sneak, was, sneak into church. You know, yeah. you don't want to just run into church. Sneak yeah. into right. church, sit <laughs> in that back row. You sit in that yeah, back row yeah. <laughs> until you become, um, you know,
2: nah. until yeah. you're like, hallelujah. Hallelujah, right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's, and that was nice because when I did it, she goes, that was it, Ted, perfect. Nailed it. So I so yeah, nailed it. That's what she After That was exactly it. Nailed it.
2: Nailed so it. I was
3: happy. So, yeah. Teddy, since I, you-, you know, I don't know if you know, I didn't tell you this, Roberta, but the guy that recorded me works for uh, Rick Rubin. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, yeah. He,
1: <laughs> he, so he came in to help me with it, and uh, he goes, "Man, this is, this is pretty cool, man." So, wow. yeah. That le- that leads me to my yeah. question, Teddy. Since you've worked with so many great artists, have you played this song professionally? Um, um yeah, yeah, I
3: th- uh, yeah. You know, uh, when we were in Slash's Blues, uh, Slash's it was called Slash and Friends, mm-hmm. and we did a show with. Um, oh man. Um, uh, the blonde-haired guy from uh, guitar player. Anyway, it was, I can't a remember this guy. Blonde these guys.
2: guitar player.
3: Yeah, yeah, uh, not not Dave Mustaine. <laughs> uh, the other guy. Fuck, oh, other yeah. guy. <laughs>
4: <That's->
3: <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm so bad at that. Anyway, we did a show That'll in Vegas. <laughs> we did it. We did a show in Vegas, and we did it there. And okay. we uh, we learned there. I, I played it once or twice though. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So along be- with uh,
3: comfortably numb and you know all that stuff but yeah i have I played it yeah. it's 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 a very cool so it's a if you listen to the original version man you know that wasn't just laid down i mean it, it took some work in, in those tracks right it's really right. a be- beautifully done song though so.
2: it's a beautiful song and it's very yeah. haunting and it's very and, haunting. yeah i'm i just yeah i'm just blown away everybody like Derek Frank has such a a soulful bass on it and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, he's like setting it in there and, and, and this, this, you know, between you and and Perkins doing this with it, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's just perfect. It's when I got the track, it was, it was just,
3: it was just a bass guitar. And and I think it was, I don't even think it was electric guitar. I think it was just acoustic guitar, bass Mm -hmm. and drums. That's Mm -hmm. what I got. And that's what I had to play to. So, um, yeah. And I don't think your vote, you, you, there was no vocal on it either. So I had to, I just yeah. had to think of you going to church. <laughs> so
2: yeah. Well, that, that, that yeah. I, I, I recorded that in my back house. That was empty while we were like under uh, construction back there. And I recorded it in the back house and it, it the vocals weren't exactly where I wanted them. And so I yeah. went into a friend's studio. I begged him for a favor And uh, I got there and he's like, yeah, we got an hour and a half. And I was like, what? I got to lay down an entire song, like all the background tracks and all the like. And so I rushed through it. I got it done, but they were terrible. You know, I was just like rushing, rushing, rushing. And and it just didn't it didn't have the vibe. It didn't have the sound I wanted. And I ended up going into my bedroom at the end of the day and recording it in my bedroom under a bunch of blankets and that's you know that's what you're hearing you know wow, wow. So, yeah I didn't, I, I didn't know i that. have to stop every time an airplane went by or the neighbor's <laughs> dog bark you know but see there's an airplane right now you hear
1: you hear <laughs> I would never, certainly would never guess that that's uh i mean that would not be in the liner notes but, should be. but wow. then you mentioned the the soulful sound and going to church is, is that what made you, that led you to to derek frank You know, knowing what his bass sound is. Yeah. Yeah. Mind right away.
2: I I knew that he could just funk it out and. I had no doubt and you did well, thank you. Unintended, delivered, right? you know, thank you. I mean, yeah, I'm I
4: am um, so happy. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, you don't want to change it up too much because like the original baseline that Roger Waters plays was was great. But of course, like the vibe can be a little bit different based on who you're playing with, because is huh. feels can be a little bit different. And so is uh, Derek Days, you know, so it's all about listening and, and just complimenting the other players that you're playing with, you know. Um, while while staying true to the original and honoring that, you know,
1: yeah, right on. It's yeah. beautiful, Roberto. I'm glad you said something earlier uh, about this is maybe like the beginning or the first one because I was thinking I was going to ask you this. This seems like something you should do again
2: you
1: know, <laughs> with another song of, of or another band or other bands, uh,
2: right? Well, or, um. Like I, like we also discussed, you know, the part of the reason why this took such a long time and why it's, you know, I mean, if it wasn't for the Delta variant, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't even be uh, um, relevant anymore, you know, Mm. but uh, so, you know, I mean, because it took such a long time, part of the the reason why it took so long, um, you know, besides the technical difficulties and obstacles that I, I had to overcome was, you know, because it was a cover and, you know, the permissions involved and the licensing and all that stuff. And I, you know, if I put, even to put it up on Facebook, I, you, they, they will take your stuff down if you don't have permissions, you know? So I had to go through the right channels. I had to do it correctly. And it made me realize, um, I can never do another cover again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, or, or at least not for a while you know um because what i originally wanted to do was like covers of of people of, of artists who i've worked for you know that's what i was thinking you know but it's too difficult that's that's it's... too difficult so i'd rather just work with the people that i've, I've worked with and i didn't realize that and, and,
1: because and, your own you're singing it though you're not using their
2: it's even their it's music, so- their lyrics. It's it's their yeah. song, you know, so you have to even though I own the video and stuff, you know, you still have to have certain permissions to have it play, you know, so I mean,
3: and and, and it's not like a song that's not popular. Right. You know? And the more right. the more popular the song is, the more
1: expensive it can be.
2: Exactly. Exactly. That
1: would be a dumb question. Then how do cover bands work? And tribute bands, they, they
2: have to pay a certain, like with Brit Floyd, they have to pay a certain amount, a, per, a percentage of their of their gross earnings go to mhm
1: Should have known that. Okay. Yeah,
2: and if they if they don't, they get shut down. They get shut down completely. You know,
1: oh, it saddens me because I was thinking, you know, obviously, especially today, you singing November Rain or something like that, just just you. You know, in this uh, format, but uh, that doesn't seem like it's on the horizon just yet. Yeah, I I, know.
2: I mean, I'd I'd much rather work. You know, do a song with GNR members like Gilby and Teddy (laughs) Hen, than you know do you know proceed with doing with doing covers. I think this this made my mind up not to. Okay. To, it's a hard pursuit you know um but i i if they let me if they allow me i would i would love to work with these guys again and you know can you know continue just i just want to write and do originals and and see where it goes you know
1: what's the reception been like for the video of the song As i know it's up on Bandcamp, right and youtube and and so iTunes, of-
2: iTunes and mm-hmm. Amazon and Spotify and it's on all, all the everywhere, all the platforms. And um, you know, it's, I, I don't have a really big social media presence um, just because I don't know because I'm old. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm trying to start, you know, getting more of a presence and I see, you know, people have like sixteen thousand followers and i have my little tiny bit i just i'm trying to get it out there and you know i have friends with a lot of followers so i'm trying to share it with with those people and just you know trying to get it out there and uh you know i the more people that see it the more people that share it the more people that like it and subscribe i hate when people say hit like and subscribe but (laughs) i'm one of those people now and you know, yeah, it's like yeah. if they don't like and subscribe, it's not going to do anything. And and it, it really was a labor of love. And, you know, I wasn't doing it for any reason other than to just send my beautiful like thank you to Pink Floyd for for giving me my first start in the business. And also, you know, I think it's a beautiful song and, and I think, you know, it was very relevant and to share it with other Pink Floyd fans and, and people who lost somebody during the pandemic pandemic. And, and, um, you know, there's, there's so many messages on so many levels that I wanted to share from doing that song. And, and I just, you know, and, you know, it just, the the whole experience made me very humbled and very grateful. Um, and, and, um, I would like to continue, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to go in that direction. I'm not going to, keep doing covers. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do originals from here on
1: well, out. Wherever your, you know, your creativity leads you, it's, it's obviously going to do well. And what I got from it, and I'm sure the rest of the panel will agree because you're all musicians and um, you know, I'm lucky as a radio person, I've been able to get my kind of transfer my job to at home, you know, musician, I can only fathom. I've tried to fathom just like, you know, how you have had to adapt during this pandemic, so the video and the song seems to be more than anything to me a love letter to the audience, to the yeah. live shared experience, which has been very tough. I I, I don't know if Cholesterol's act is back on the road. I don't know about the boxmasters. If you want to update us uh, on that, you know, going out. But I got to imagine, and same thing with you, Derek, with the artists you tour with. Um, it's, it's just a love letter. So just watching it, just, I, I felt, yeah, it's. it's It's an artist that gets it, you know, not just with with the fans that, yeah, we're all kind of suffering and my fiance is bummed, although she just drove up to Saratoga today to see Dave Matthews for like the 20th time this summer. So, but, you know, vaccinated, it took a while for that to even happen, but you know what I mean? So I got, it's a love letter to the shared live experience, which is um, rare these days and even questionable when you go is it, it's not the same. It's just not the same. Right. I don't, know. So I don't know if that was well, too I, for no
2: it's true it's true, and <laughs> I wanted to actually ask um Derek because I saw some some posts that that your wife posted uh, um it, I think it was with Gwen and
1: uh-huh. you were
2: doing and you were doing some shows, and i wasn't sure if they were indoor or outdoor, but I wanted to ask you about that because i you know like how do you feel about doing well, doing shows
4: yeah we we had a show uh a couple of weeks ago, and it was our first show since February of twenty twenty
2: with Gwen Stefani. with
4: yeah, uh, and it felt amazing cuz uh, you know obviously I just couldn't wait to get back to to that gig. Um it was an outdoor show. It was right. in Ohio um and I, it's like sometimes you get out of California, you go to some other places, and it's almost like there's no pandemic, you know? It's mm-hmm. like here, we're really good about masking up and all that. I think in the bigger cities, people are in general. <laughs> but it's like we went to Ohio, and it's, it was this big golf tournament, and there's this whole festival like involved. Like We played the opening ceremony for it. But it was a thing where they had all the streets in the city shut down and just tons of people everywhere. No masks, you know, no distance. But then we were playing outside, and I felt comfortable because... We were all tested ahead of time. Like management set up a testing site for us and said, "Okay, you have to do it on this date to make sure that you know um, you know within 48 hours of us doing this gig, we have to we've got to make sure our whole team is negative." Um, so we all did that, and then we have a we have a gig coming up next weekend as well. I don't know if it's indoors or outdoors, but same uh, protocol. We all have to go go test beforehand. Good. Um, yeah, I got to it did imagine- feel amazing to play again.
1: I got to imagine being uh, on Gwen Stefani's crew that that's just like a tight ship. Like you can't mess around
4: like. Yeah, it's 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 got to be. I mean, I mean, we all have a lot to risk, you know, and, mm-hmm. and Gwen also. I mean, you know, she she just got married. She's got three, three kids. It's like she's got to stay healthy, you know, right. Um. We all do. You know, and, and we have, a, we, you know, for, since 2018, we were doing a Vegas residency and that obviously has been, you know, shut down, but we're resuming that towards the end of October. That is okay. indoors. Um, I'm not sure what the protocols are yet for that um, because we do like, like there's a general admission area in front of the stage, you know, it's a pit, you know, and it's a bunch of people, you know. Um, so I don't know if they're going to do that or masks required or what. I'm not, I'm not really sure. We haven't found out yet,
2: you know. I just uh, wish shows would start mandating that sorry i'm trying to plug in my power here i wish that shows would mandate that you have to be double vaxxed that you have to yeah. wear a mask and there has to be social distance. well
4: a lot of them are doing that but they're not policing it and it might just be i know you said like i went to the forum to see the black crows And it was like, okay, you, in order to attend the show, you have to either be vaccinated or show proof of a negative COVID test. And you have to, you know, wear a mask the whole time. But like we went in, no one checked any kind of credential for a negative test or vaccination. And then, you know, once you're inside, people get a couple of drinks in them and the masks come off and, you know, so it was kind of like, you know, you know, maybe half the people in the venue, you know, weren't wearing masks and all that luckily it's you know i've been to a couple shows that are that are kind of like that like not everybody's masked up and they're not checking luckily i haven't you know i haven't gotten COVID and and i haven't heard of any of these shows becoming like any sort of super spreader you know Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just hard to know what to think anymore really right because we in la we're just you know so about, you know, uh, you know, science and, and wearing the masks and, and all that, but then yeah, you go somewhere else, pretty much any other, any other place. And you're like, wow, it's a totally different scene here.
2: Yeah.
3: It's it's hard. It's hard to even like really know what's what's right. Yeah, I had, I had dinner tonight with my, with uh, my relatives and walked into this restaurant. Nobody was wearing a mask. I was like, and I, I felt weird wearing one. I'm like, yeah. Oh, people I'm are not, looking I'm... at you probably Yeah, you know, like, like make... what's this guy doing? But you mentioned the box masters. Uh, they, uh, they did 10 shows and three guys caught it. So, <gasps> wow. The whole, whole thing, whole tour stopped.
2: Oh, God.
3: I've been hearing oh,
4: that okay. from like a few other acts too. Like I've been, you know, bands that I follow on Instagram and whatnot. You know, I keep seeing these mm-hmm. posts like, oh, unfortunately, like some people in our band or team came down with it. So we got to postpone these shows whatever yeah it's yeah. happening yeah
2: well, didn't that uh, happen with you Derek
0: yeah a bunch of shows um and mm-hmm. you know we've been playing residence and such uh re- a residency actually recently and it's uh at uh, where you know at- in marina del rey <laughs> we're playing at the like uh, the killer yacht club and so we're doing that now and it's mm-hmm. indoors People, you know, these distance themselves and stuff. It's even harder to get people out though, because it's just like yeah. ah, nobody's really trying to, you know. Right. But no, but I had a bunch of. Roberta, weren't we on a couple of gigs together that were just like canceled? I thought we were on a couple actually. Yeah, we. But, like, we yeah, there's, yeah. Like, a New Orleans a Jazz Fest. That was
2: the newer I was yeah. looking so forward to doing that that uh, New Orleans uh, uh, Jazz Festival, and it got canceled, and we were supposed to do like a. Canadian gig and a Texas yeah. gig and like yep. all these gigs got canceled, you know, that, that Derek and I were supposed to do. Wow, Yeah.
1: Silver yeah. linings, right? Just because Derek if this, uh, Derek Day rather, I have to specify if the Motley Crue tour went off without a hitch, you, Class of Zach wouldn't be on the bill, right? So now when the tour resumes next year, the crew, Poison, <clears throat> uh, uh, Def Leppard, is Joan Jett still on it? I'm not sure. I yeah. love
2: yeah. her. I'm going to yeah. come see you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, awesome. There's, there's <laughs> the blessing in the sky. One of the silver linings, I guess I should call it, that you got to, you know, so before, because I, I know you, I can't keep you all forever, the fact that I've managed to keep five of you on together at once <laughs> is, is a miracle. Uh, can you just tell us how that happened? Let's talk about some positive concert news, how Classless uh, Act became part of that that bill i mean you know congratulations right. honor. Yeah. Right.
0: thanks so much man uh, yeah absolutely um yeah i don't i mean we just uh we we're assigned to better noise music and uh they have papa roach i think five finger death punch and all these cool like awesome active rock bands and and Motley's on there so they already had another opener but then like you said they had to cancel the tour and that opener just fell through and We were like, okay, let's record a whole album, release a single, and really try to impress the label and everybody. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then they're like, all right, you could open for them. (laughs) So it was just some cool little synergy as well as just like a lot of hard work, a lot of studio time and writing with all sorts of writers. And yeah, pretty much, you know, it's June June 16, I believe, is the first date 2022. And um, yeah, we're just kind of, I don't know, we're just... Working, working, and working. <laughs> cool.
2: Good
1: well, see yeah. you. Let's <laughs> act all of you guys on a future episode because it's just crazy. Yeah, they're they're a very cool band. I, yeah, I saw the video great. when I saw the video. I
3: was like, okay, this is fucking great. You know,
2: the oh, video blew great. me away, and yeah. I've, I've seen them perform. Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely it's it's a crazy show. Yeah. And Derek has insane energy, and right. it's a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. It really it's been is. interesting Thank to you.
1: watch. We'll get because I want to get know there.
2: I, <laughs> I want to get <laughs> there for Uh
1: because I think I knew I knew of Class of Zack before Jarek was in the band when it was just uh London Hudson uh slash his son and Nico who are now in uh another band, St. Electric, and it's cool to see what Class of Zach you guys morphed into something this awesome to open up for Motley Crue. So, you know, in the future, just tell your bandmates, you guys have got to come on. You know, three hundred episode three hundred four or something like that <laughs> of the AFD show.
0: Absolutely, uh, we'd love to. We'd love to. Cool. Yeah.
1: Before Derek, I think uh, Derek Frank has to run. He, I know he has a a time. I don't know if he's on the clock. I want to get. I, I want to get.
0: Time.
1: I want because I want to get your opinion as well. Because um, we have to celebrate today. I'm sorry, Roberta. It's the thirtieth three zero. You know, September seventeenth, nineteen ninety one. User illusion. I look, I, I have to thank Derek Day for being younger than me, so I don't feel you know, I'm not the youngest one on the call. Nineteen ninety one. Look, Secret of the Ooze came out, Ninja Turtles two. I was all about that in nineteen ninety one. It took me a few years to fully digest User Illusion, but it's not about me, my, my thoughts. So I'm just curious. Any any thoughts on the thirtieth anniversary? um uh, just yeah i mean any it's 30 years maybe some of your favorite songs on the album just i mean i can't but you take it away i'm 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 rambling here (laughs) so roberta uh, roberta or teddy oh oh oh. i I thought you were asking derek that uh oh oh
2: (laughs) derek's like what (laughs) i can't i mean i i remember
4: very well like where i was when that came out because i I, I remember i was a freshman in college at university of miami and um the album came out and they were doing a midnight sale at their local record store it was called specs. And my roommate went to go get in line. I don't have patience for lines of any sort. So I didn't go as excited as I was to hear it. But I remember my roommate was like, Oh, I got to! I'm going to go in, in line for the midnight sale. And so he went and got it and we just pumped it all night. Yeah. Huh. Classic. Cool. Uh-huh. And I wish I would have seen the tour. It would have been amazing to see you guys. Mm-hmm. It would
3: have been, it was, it was, a, it, was <laughs> it was an adventure. Sure it was an adventure. was. Jeez. You never, you know, you never knew what was going to happen. Honest to God, you know that
2: honestly you know, from day to day, right? We never, never knew what was the
3: band that did a two and a half hour show with no set list. Yeah, go wow. go. See, tell me what band does that th- 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 these right. days?
2: Right, <laughs> and, and two and a half the, hours. And the stage was so big that so our, big. we had these like dressing rooms underneath the stage, yeah. and so you know we'd be like playing cards and hanging out under under the stage and then they'd be playing a song they'd start playing a song that we're on and then we'd be like oh we got to go upstairs you know yeah, so we'd yeah. run up onto the stage and start performing it was insane it was like that
3: all the time they he would he would introduce a song because we didn't know what the song was going to be so he started <laughs> talking and then by what he said we knew it was going to be double talking jive, or, God, talk you know, something like mother. that. Yeah, yeah. He would say something, <laughs> and go double talking jive. I'm up, you know. Right. So you go right. racing up to the top. It was crazy. crazy. I mean, to think about it, no set list. How would a light guy get the cues? Oh man. Oh, my yeah, God. yeah.
4: Insane. It's
3: all different now because everything's automated. and Everything runs oh, off a central right. computer. Back then, it was all all analog. Yeah. I mean, it was all pretty just, high tech. Yeah. But I mean. Even even all the pyrote- pyrotechnics had to be had to, right. You, you had we the- had a
2: lot of those too. Sometimes
3: yeah. it, and we, here's a good one. We had a guy named um, what was his name? The pyrotechnic guy, um, not nitro. He had nitro, a, he, wasn't he, it?
0: No nitro. Is,
3: no, that's, he had a, a total, that's a total roadie name, right there. He had a name like, like 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 nitro, and and he had a he he had a twitch. <laughs> That's what you want on your pyro guy. Pyro. Yeah. <laughs> like oh right. no, his name was Pyro. That was it. Pyro. It was pyro. pyro. That, was his <laughs> that was his name. That was his name. Pyro, and he the had a switch and he was in charge of the pyrotechnics. Oh and um, you never knew. You never knew how how much he was going to fill the the um, canisters up with until he went off. And, you know, there, I would there was be, some I,
2: close. There was calls. some,
3: there was so close yeah. and the horn players would be playing. Oh and God. then the, a flash pot would go off and you could see like Ann King go like this.
2: Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But you see, know, that, it's, it's that, gig, that gave me a lot of respect for oh. the people that run the show. Because yeah. they had they were they literally were running around like crazy because all there the was time. no set list, so the lighting guys and the sound guys, like and the monitor, like all of them just really had to be completely on their toes.
3: On, it yeah was, there was no messing around, no, messing, no around. messing around. And, and I don't think Axel and,
2: appreciated that as much as he should have because and, yeah know. being
3: in a band with Axel Rose, you realize he was re- literally he is one of the greatest frontmen of all time. I mean, as, as as quirky and as asshole as he was, he nobody could do what he did.
2: He was a great front man. He really
3: was. I mean, try and run. Try and run yeah. that that distance. Sprint and sing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's crazy. I mean, I never saw anything like it. It was an enormous stage. And it was a st- stage and it had stairs. And and we had ramps on the stage. Ramps and stage. Like, yeah, it was crazy. And when he got off the stage, he worked out. <laughs> man. How do you, who does that? Ah, uh, youth,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I, yeah. Oh I, gotta be, yeah. I mean, you got
1: to be in shape, man, for yeah, yeah. for rock and roll. I mean, he you know. had his oxygen also. Still, when he went off stage, he right? had the oxygen,
2: but he had oxygen. this like machine that it looked kind of like the ROM was
1: it? machine. It was, called was it the called?
2: ROM the ROM machine? machine. It was this machine, machine that R-O-M, you R-O-M, sit yeah. in it and you would like do all this like weird cardio. Yeah. it was just really crazy. The
3: the, the 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 case for it was as big as a one, one room apartment. It was big. Wow, it was a massive machine, and um, yeah. it was it was it was wild, man. It was they were they, you know they were they still are, you know they're a great let
1: band, me, great songs. Let me know? ask this, and, and to bounce off what Derek Frank was saying, because I I never had the midnight experience. I was you know too young, and for you, I mean I can honestly just have an episode of just Roberta and and Teddy zigzag just talking about the, the tour and just leave the <laughs> mic on and just shut up. But do you guys, when we talk about the anniversary of the albums, are you able to separate your experience with the the intense tour with just like the music? When you first, do you ever just listen to popping a CD, popping a cassette, or you heard it every night and it didn't matter? Have you ever been, are you able to kind of just sit back and appreciate the, the album to see for what it is or does it come with too much extra for you since you were so involved in it? Does that make sense?
2: I never listened to the album the entire time that I was on tour except for rehearsing. And I, I, you know, inhaled it before we went on tour because I, I not only did I have to learn certain parts, but I also had to come up with vocal arrangements and, and, you know, slash was like, do what you want to do, so yeah. I did that, but you know the, so I inhaled it, and I just tried to to get the essence of it as much as I could um but after the tour, i after listening to it every single all night, even it I mean they weren't my favorite band at the time, I liked them, but I mean even if it was like somebody who i just top of my list. If I was on tour with them for that long, I don't think I would listen to them for a while after, you know? Yeah. So what, like when I, I listen to them when they come on the radio or something, I, you know, and, and I always kind of jam out to it, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, I don't think it took me a few years to to actually start listening to them again, because I was burnt out, you know, I was really burnt out.
3: Yeah. So, and they, and they, and because the it. shows were so long, there was so much material. It was exhausting. You, it was, it really was exhausting. And, and that's what made it so much when you appreciate just this, these guys are really good, mm-hmm. you know, cause there's so much material and the crowd obviously knew every song. <laughs> I mean, we rarely did anything that they didn't know. Well. What's estranged? That was. No, that they, was knew the, they, they,
2: they, they knew it. They they did. It, they knew it, it, but it
3: but it was it was it was so hard to play. I think it was a strange mm-hmm. that they had cheat sheets on, on paper because uh, Axel was the only one with a teleprompter. So they had these cheat sheets taped to the stage yeah. with the notes in it because mm-hmm. we we would rarely play that song. It's a it, it's an involved tune, man. Estranged. Mm-hmm. That's a I piece. Yeah.
1: Know. yeah. Uh, but for both of you. You, there's a few, how do you feel being uh, associated? I know you. It's again, it's different. The tour and the albums are they're more than the same. They are, but they aren't. You know, but people when people think about User Illusion, they think back thirty years. You, how do you feel being associated? You know, still associated uh, with that all. You know, and people mm-hmm. just think back and listen and, and thank you all these years later, people are still listening to the music, still talking about it thirty years later. You know, how does that I make mean, it for, for-, for me? For me, it was it was a gig. You know, I was happy to have a
3: gig, but, uh, but then again, I was also friends with Slash and Duff and, uh, you know, there was no auditions for, for, for our part. They just, you know, let's call, let's call Roberta and um, uh, Tracy. And I said, th- no, you had Diane first.
2: No, and 19- I had Tracy. No- I brought Tracy in okay, and that's right Tracy that. took a hiatus for a leg. That's, and I that's brought right. And there you go. Yeah.
3: That's right. yeah. And um, I brought the horns in, you know, they, they tell we need some horns for these. So I just knew some girls that I played with, and they came down, and you know, luckily they worked because, well, that's why the girl singers came in because they were told the girl horn players told me, well, we we can sing, and then the uh, <laughs> sorry, it was, it was it was the I'll never forget it, I'll never forget it. And don't, I was you know, so angry. I'm sure they'll hear this, but uh, they uh, they. They said we'll do Heaven's Door, and I, I know the girls will probably see this, and they'll probably I get the phone call. But they said they stepped to the mic to start to sing, and and I went, oh my god, they can't sing. And they I remember slash.
2: being a rehearsal with them, yeah. and and like, they started oh singing, and first of all, I had. I had written out arrangements for me and Tracy to sing. So they start singing willy-nilly and they were not singers. And I'm like, what are you doing? And we actually kind of got into it a little bit and and slash kind of had to go girls, 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 you know, (laughs) these are the singers and you're the horn players. (laughs) Let's separate these two things. And that was that. And I was very happy about that because I was, all that work, you know, yeah. I had done. It was, yeah. you know, and
3: this is stuff that this is stuff that went on in the early days. But you know, in the end, it, it, it all it all ended up becoming a good show. Yeah, the show was uh, unbelievable. I mean, there was a lot of going on on that stage, man. I'll tell you that. Between the pyrotechnics, nice. the girls, and Axel running back and forth, and
1: so I'm glad we got was, those Tokyo DVDs. I'm glad that's what yeah. I grew up. On. So then, Derek, uh, Derek, Day, you're shaking your head, yes, as is the uh, the resident youngin. <laughs> how did you discover, you know, uh, use your illusion? What do you remember how? Do you have older siblings? Um, you know, was MTV was probably still making, um, still playing music at the time? So I yeah, them.
0: no, they, I think they were, but I, I, did, I did have older brothers. And my um, Waldemar, actually, the guy who helped edit the video for uh, "Wish You Were Here," brilliantly. Yeah, uh, he's the one who had Tokyo 1 and 2, two discs. I watched it. <laughs> ah, Roberto, don't get mad at me because he got mad at me one time when I said how old I was when I watched <laughs> it. <laughs> But i was like nine years old and i was like this is the best thing ever <laughs> We're eating, me and roberta were in budapest we're in hungary like re- getting ready for a gig and like we're eating food and roberta was like um... shut up like saying, but i was like i'm just saying i love you <laughs> but i was like i so i had both i had that actually it was that concert it was that tour on the DVD that introduced me to Guns. Oh, and so man. I know, like, everything off both of those albums and everything, like, back all the lyrics. Like, I'm kind of a super fan. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: We're going to get, again, uh, when Colossal Col- Act comes on, we're going to get your six degrees, what I call six degrees of GNR Bacon instead of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> you know, obviously... Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I we're- love we're- it. Roberta's and Teddy's is obvious. Uh, Derek, Frank, do you have any... <clears throat> GNR connections that we may or may not know any six degrees of, of guns. N Roses. No, not,
4: not really. It's like, I, you know, I, I know a lot of musicians that, that played in Slash's band. And obviously I know Roberta, I know Ann King who played trumpet, you know, on that tour. So I know, you know, I've got some friends that, that toured with them, but I don't really feel like I have any connections. Although, I mean, I was a huge fan. I, you know, I was just kind of starting to play bass when appetite for destruction came out. And to me, Duff was God. I mean, I, I you know, I, I was trying to figure out, out that already. beginning bass melody in sweet child of mine. You know, like when I when I finally figured out how to play that, I mean I felt like I had accomplished something. You know, do do
2: do 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 do
4: do do I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Um so I mean obviously I was a huge fan and and still am, you know. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Just yeah. always try to uncover, you know, those chance meetings. Do you never know if you met slash at a Roy Rogers or, you know, something like
4: I've never, I've never met any of the the core band members. Um, okay. You know, cause you've worked yeah. with so many people. That's why it's just, yeah, just haven't, uh, haven't crossed paths with any of them. I mean, I've, I've worked with a lot of people that have worked with them, people from Slash's band and whatnot. Um, I guess that counts. But yeah. haven't really crossed yeah. paths. I've never met Duff. I, I hope to meet him at some point. Um, got a lot of respect for the guy. Um, I know a lot about him. He seems really cool and, you know, uh, seems to just really have his, have his shit together aside from being a, you know, a great bass player and rock star, you know? (laughs) Um, so yeah, and he was definitely an, an early inspiration for me as a player. Cause like when I started getting into, into playing bass, it was, you know, 88 ish around the time that appetite came out. And I just, you know, I played in a garage band. We played a bunch of those songs and, you know, so yeah, yeah, he was definitely an early influence.
1: Very cool. And before we, we wrap up, other than working, because you talked about your stuff with Gwen Stefani and the residency, what else do you have cooking? I'm reading the back of your air quote baseball card, you know, with all your statistics. <laughs> I'm like, how do I introduce this guy? He's <laughs> just, he's I mean, just I'm, I'm with a lot of know, people. <laughs> well, like, like, like all of us, I'm,
4: I'm kind of filling in the gaps until my regular gigs come back. I mean, um, tonight I'm flying out to Atlantic city. I have a, a gig tomorrow night with a group called down to the bone really fun like british acid jazz funk band we're playing this jazz festival out there um and let's see you got a couple other things i'm doing a gig with orianthi on october 9th we're opening for the dead daisies um, which is kind of like a super group with like glenn hughes and doug aldrich and
1: i just had glenn hughes on the show
4: oh cool cool yeah 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 so they yeah they're on tour now so when they come do the la show um uh, is gonna be opening up and I'm play with her. Nice. So that, so that's coming up. And then, um, you know, I'm just doing doing some gigs with my own band here and here and there. I put out a record last year. It was my pandemic project. So, um, you know, what, I'm what's doing the gigs. name of it? It was just under my name, just Derek Frank. Albums called Eleven Years Later. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing some gigs at the Baked Potato here in LA. Um, had a couple of gigs there, and hoping to book something else soon. But I'm kind of laying off of of that just until I start you know, up with Gwen again, because I'm just trying to keep safe. You know, I don't want to, by chance, you know, put myself in a situation where I get COVID and then can't do my regular gig. So right. I'm putting my own stuff on, on hold for, you know, at least till the pandemic mellows
1: out. I got it. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Makes sense. yeah. Uh, Mr. Derek Day, what else would you have on tap for classes act and solo? What, what do you have going on right now?
0: Well, we, um, just, you know, we recorded a whole album early at the start of 2020 or like in mid 2020, we finished it then. So we're just slowly dropping, uh, oops, sorry, singles. Um, so we just dropped You're one gone. last month <laughs> okay. and, um, and yeah, so, you know, we're just, you know, you'll see the whole album before the tour next year, before our multi tour uh and uh but really we're ju- we just have a residency out in marina del rey it's called the killer yacht club so if you want to see us play four hours worth of music come on by <laughs> um <laughs> wow. and uh, we play originals and covers and we just have fun it's just us earning our stripes and getting better and better and more ready for the tour and keeping it distant and safe and that's all that's all really
1: cool yeah Cool. And you, Mr. Zigzag, what do you have? I'm sorry about what happened with the boxmasters, but what, so what do you have? Oh, well, that's
3: well. I've been I've, I've actually did a been recording with Gilby still. Uh, we did a, we did an acoustic gig, believe it or not, over at Universal Bar and Grill a couple weeks ago. That was fun. Really, um, the Uni Bar. The Uni Bar, and then uh, we did a we did a live video concert that we filmed. And played live. And then, uh, we just got done f- doing fixes on it. Um, and then I'm going to play some gigs with Walter Trout here, uh, in October. Uh, going to do about two and a half weeks with him. Um, what else? You know, just odds and the And the, the, the empty hearts uh, are maybe going to go out next year. I may, you know, hook up with them. That's, uh, um, uh, Clem Burke, Elliot Easton, uh, Wally Palmer, Andy Babuke. um, so you know all, all kinds of stuff in the fire, and then of course recording. I do sessions B three stuff for people from my home, and you know, so, and Roberta, see <laughs> <laughs>
1: whatever she needs uh, you for. Yeah, <laughs> so are you recording with? What are you recording with Gilby? If you don't mind me asking, or mm-hmm. is it a secret project?
3: No, no, no. It, it's it was it was well it was I was doing his his new record, and and that's done. And then uh, the one that's uh, out. Uh, the, uh, yeah i don't even know what it, i don't even know what it's called what's it the called? gospel truth
1: gospel God. truth that's right what am i talking oh, yeah, about yeah that, that's that's out yeah, yeah. that's yeah, it we and, both, and
3: then, we both worked on that yeah that's right that's right and yeah. as a matter of fact there's a the picture that somebody just put up on facebook of the one that we took the three of us right and, yeah Roberto, it, it was, right? you shared your memory on facebook yeah it was
2: yeah. a sh- it's a shared memory a
3: share yeah yeah
2: yeah that was
3: the first time three of us had been yeah. in a room together
2: for a long time long mm. time yeah and
3: uh uh, yeah, it's Gilby's record, and uh, like I said, this video that we this video performance that we did, and uh, we're gonna start doing some some uh, you know acoustic things here and there. Very cool. But, and then True. and then Gilby works on my bike when I need it, when I need him. <laughs> 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 sounds like it. 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 sounds like a reality show. Just watch Teddy. He's an amazing. He's an amazing motorcycle mechanic. Amazing. I swear to God, I it blows my mind to see how good he is. Yeah, he's really really good. good. Really good. I, had
0: cool. oppor- I had a great opportunity. I had a great opportunity to jam with him once at a jam, and he's sick. He's awesome to play with. He's,
3: yeah, he did he's that, cool
2: that Nam that Nam show that we did that night. Yeah, yeah. That's I, right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right.
3: yeah. That's right. He was there at the Nam thing. That's right. Yeah,
2: that was an, yeah. a nutty night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Crazy. Crazy.
1: I would ask Roberta what you're up to, but we basically spent an hour talking about it.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just check it out. Go, go, please, please, please. You know, if you like the video, you know, share it and don't forget to like and subscribe. That's what I said. Okay. Do. Right, right. And, um, the, the, you know, the single is out on iTunes and Amazon and music and Spotify and, and Apple music and all, you know, everywhere. And, and, um, if you like it, please, please, please share it and, and, and make sure you like and subscribe (laughs) and buy the, buy the single and hopefully, you know, it does something, you know? So We'll it's see.
1: Just yeah. under roberta freeman it's not it's just under
2: roberta freeman the, the the single is called wish you were here mm-hmm. and you could go to robertafreeman.com and you could you could click on it from there you could see it on the on on my website or you could go straight to youtube and or straight to itunes and and uh you know all those platforms and and check it out
1: Okay. I wasn't sure if you named like how I named the zoom link, the zoom meeting, Roberta Freeman and friends. I just didn't know how to (laughs) idol it. (laughs) (laughs) They are
2: my friends. They're my good friends. (laughs) I love them. (laughs) Well, I I know you appreciate
1: the time that they gave you, but I appreciate all of your time uh, tonight. Thank you so much. You know, just talking about the single talking about use your illusion which has been, it's, it's an anniversary. Yeah. It's, I forget how many years it is.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? We, we, we <laughs> the anniversary. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> for, <laughs> you know, and, and just like at the first time when Roberta and, and Teddy were on, just to be a fly on the wall to hear you guys talk, obviously people who have just tremendous affection toward each other after all these years, I believe you don't have to respond to it, but those two and a half years earn you. In addition to everything you did in your career, a hall of fame bid, that, that tour, the fact that those albums, the fact that we're talking about it 30 years later. Sorry, Roberta. The fact that we're talking about it. It's, <laughs> I was it's, only uh,
2: 12 on that tour, okay? So it's all
1: uh, right. Uh, the Doogie okay. Howser of backup singers. I got it. <laughs> all right, well, thank you all. Uh, that does it for this episode of Appetite for Distortion. When will you see the next one? Well, in the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, you'll see it, I don't know, as soon as the word. Yeah!